It's time for Swinging Blindly, the show where PJ and Blaze make their bold baseball predictions. Once in a while, they'll hit a home run. Sometimes they'll hit a grounder or fly ball somewhere, but most of the time they're going to swing and miss. Strike three, you're up. Here he is, stepping into the batter's box, the man with the plan, who roots for a team with a late legend named Stan. It's not unusual for him to lead off, B.J. Geary. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Swinging Blindly, the fastest hour around Major League Baseball. I'm Blaze Bryant. I'm flying solo today as PJ Geary and I, we were unable to coordinate our schedules, which have been very busy lately. So for the next hour, you and I, we will listen back to some of our favorite clips from the few episodes that we have recorded so far. You can find us on social media, facebook.com slash swingingblindlypodcast and on Twitter at swingingblindlypodcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and you can hear us as well, as you might very well be doing right now via the Pacifica Radio Network of low-power FM radio stations. Let's start with episode three, as there was some very exciting news, both on a baseball and show front. I got to say, this is our radio debut as well, uh, as we are now, not only wherever you get your podcasts, but also... Uh, on the Pacifica Radio Network. So. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And thank you for listening. Uh, all those big, small, wide, small, thin, whatever. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have said that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're swinging blindly the and we're off to a great start. Uh, community here, radio is like pennies in the jar. On the there surface, it doesn't look like a lot, but there are a lot of stations. So it yeah. all kind of adds up in that way. And, it, and you know what? That's a great way to put it. I mean, I, I stack my pennies and give it a couple of weeks and you got a good amount of money in, right in there. So Absolutely. That's, kind of, that's kind of what our shtick is. We're stacking pennies here on the Swinging Blindly podcast with PJ and Blaze. Thank you again for joining us wherever and however you were listening to us. Uh, Absolutely. Where, where we talk baseball. We're baseball nuts. We want to bring you our takes, whether or not how egregious or silly they may be. Uh you know what? You'll find you'll come to find that we ha- we happen to be right a lot more of the time than we give ourselves credit for, Blaze. So this is true. Uh, this is true. And you know, self-deprecation is a great is a great thing to have in moderation, as as is most things. So that's kind of the shtick. That's kind of the deal that you're going to get here on the Swinging Blindly podcast with PJ and Blaze. Yeah, what was uh, it? Mary Blaze. Poppins said, you know, a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Well, yeah. self-deprecation makes our egos go up. Makes our egos go up. Go up. <laughs> makes our egos go up. Self-deprecation makes the egos, egos go up. Go up. <laughs> oh. You might even get some show tunes. So <laughs> just, uh, just pay, keep your ears locked on to the Swinging Finally podcast. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the Swinging Blindly Show, which is a, a podcast. Again, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast uh, and uh, listen via the Pacifica Radio Network. We do have social media. 
Uh, we're getting our Facebook page back up and running, facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at swingingblindly. So we have a lot to get into. Let's get out of the box here, PJ. Yes, As sir. the big story that has kind of come out over the past uh, 24 hours or so yeah. is the fact that Major League Baseball has moved the All-Star game out of Atlanta because of Georgia's voting new voting law, which does disenfranchise people of color and also create a lot of access issues. MLB, I guess, has been getting a bunch of uh, pushback on this sort of stuff. And because of that, they have decided to move the game. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, this is actually this is a re- very recent development um, in just the zeitgeist of the news in general. I think this is transcended um, because it's political, but it's transcended just baseball. Um, whereas this is a huge decision that's unprecedented. I mean, to, other than a pandemic, this is an unprecedented issue that is, has arisen where a, a the, the location of an all-star game that was already in set set in stone or not clearly not in stone, but set that has been moved due to political leanings and political uh, offerings. Uh, Blaze, I don't really know much. I tried to do some research on it beforehand, and I do have a couple articles up, one through the New York Times, and then I also have a um, one through uh, Reuters, which is just some quotes that I kind of wanted to touch on. Sure. But I kind of wanted to, before I get into those, maybe if you, I think you might be a little bit more um, learned, as they say, on exactly what is going on. Can you give the people and myself just a, br- a quick briefing onto how this is all kind of played out. Well, the funny thing is I'm really not that much more versed on this than, than <laughs> okay, right now. Yeah. Cause it, it but, did happen so recently. So I was yeah. just, I, I mean, I can, I, I can go through it really quick if you want right now. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of touched on it. It's clearly um, the, the connotations of the, the, uh, you know, lessening rights to the people of color. Uh, some have even, and again, we're not trying to get political here. We're just kind of tr- trying to outline, you know, line it out for you. So, opinions, whatever. Like, we're just these. Are, we're going to try and stick to the facts and quotes. Um, but you know, from what I see, the law makes absentee voting harder. Um, you know, it can potentially help the general election. It shortens the runoff period, which is a lot of this seems to be a reaction to that state. Again, not to get too political, but that state losing. Um, or being flipped, I guess, would be the correct word, right? I yeah, mean, because they they lost because uh, there was a special election mm-hmm. because neither of the candidates reached 50%. So I believe the way it panned out was they had to have a special election. And because of that, uh, both Republican seats flipped. Mm-hmm. And Georgia has a Republican governor who was clearly ticked off mm-hmm. and – as a result, this is the law that was put on the books unnecessarily. I mean, why are we denying access in 2021? I mean, here in pandemic notwithstanding, the fact is we are creating access issues. And you could make that argument, well, well you know, the MLB, ah, you know, they're they're leaning to the liberals, you know, they're they're desperate to get the yeah. younger fan, uh, all that stuff. I don't want to say that's an unfair argument because you that is an argument that people will make. However, we all know the power of corporate sponsorships and 
because of this, uh, it is a move MLB had to make. This is not something that you stand your ground on, especially in a sport that is losing popularity because it has chosen to not adapt, unlike the other sports, the NFL in particular, the NBA. Uh, NHL is still kind of in its own uh, basement in terms of professional sports are concerned here in the U.S. But MLB was once America's pastime, and now it's America's next to last time. And that is the unfortunate reality that has gone on. So it, yeah, it, it you know, you know where I'm heading with this here. No, no, I, I mean, you're spot on. And again, I think you said that. I think you put that very well. Um, just for the people listening, that and the, the, you kind of touched on it a little bit. But really, what it is is it, it empowers the state legislator, uh, legislature. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct or not. Yeah, the um, legislature. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, to you know, basically, they it removes the secretary of state as chair of the state board of elections and allows the legislature to appoint a majority of the board's members, including the chair. So, if there are certain leanings there that go against certain things, then this is where the problems arise. There is no real language in there that obviously there's no language in it that specifically uh, out, outlines people of color, but it just seems to be the, the over overlying indication is that this is kind I mean, that's just, ha- it has a, for lack of a better term, it has a dark cloud over it. Um, yeah. A, a lot of racial and ethnic subliminal undertones here within the legislation and and look mlb has made the decision i i support it i absolutely do no same i mean i i don't see how there's a way that you can't and um if you if you if you're before we kind of get get through it i had a couple of quotes here on both sides if you wanted to hear them and then maybe just give your quick two cents about them i'll just pick a couple of the the big ones here um I mean, we had uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, tweeting, hey, at MLB, feel free to give us a call in California. We actually work to expand voter access, not prevent it. Um, And then opposed by that was um, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. What a pathetic and weak decision by at MLB to give in to the radical left's false attack on Georgia voting laws. I hope the people of Georgia remember this in 2022 when they will have a chance to check slash stop the Biden agenda in the Georgia U.S. Senate race. Well, Lindsey Graham can shut up because South Carolina doesn't have a professional baseball team. <laughs> I, I, I had to. I know, Again, I know I keep repeating. Yeah. Don't want to get political, but these are now these are people who have put themselves not only on the political scale, but also a, somewhat of a celebrity scale. But yeah, so, well, everything is tied to politics. Sure. You know, the, the, the lines between sports and politics have become so blurred, good, bad or indifferent. Uh, I think there's a time for it. I think there's a place, but you know, this is, this is a move MLB absolutely had to make no question about it. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I have a couple more here, if you don't mind just hearing them out real quick. Um, the Atlanta Braves. So this was actually something that, and I know you're not a Met fan, but that got a reaction straight off of Twitter from an, from a current player. Um, the Atlanta Braves, their immediate response was, Just, quote, the Atlanta Braves are deeply disappointed by the decision of Major League Baseball to move its 2021 All-Star game. This was neither our decision nor our recommendation. And in response, New York Mets pitcher Marcus Stroman reacted the worst, quote, the worst press release of all time, 
end quote. What are you, any thoughts there? (laughs) (laughs) He kind of just, you know, he kind of just let him have it, I guess. But why even say anything? I know it's just, it adds to what should probably be less of a thing. It's a thing because it's unprecedented, right? I mean, it's something that's, well, At least every, in my lifetime has never happened. Yeah, well, everything is just so fueled right now. You have the you have the Derek Chauvin trial going on right now, and the George Floyd murder, and you have all you know all this other stuff that's happening, and sports and politics are just so melded together right now. And you know, it, it's again, I'm I'm glad that. MLB had the courage to make the move that they did. So the question then becomes, where are they going to play? Yeah. And I, I have a couple of thoughts on that. Yeah. I don't want to get to, I was reading a couple more of those quotes and I figure we can move on um, the um, to this is. So I saw, I saw something recently about, and I believe it was either the governor or just somebody in power politically in um, the Milwaukee area came out and said, you know, Hank Aaron, with Hank Aaron's passing, you know, move it to Milwaukee, do a tribute to Hank Aaron, you know, some of the other Lou Brock's, the Bob Gibson's do a kind of a tribute thing in a kind of a, a more of a neutral quote unquote site is what I would kind of say. And uh, that would be my guess. I mean, I read the California quote there. Um, so I, because the Dodgers are slated to host it in 2022, MLB has already come out and said that they will not move up. The Dodgers um, take Dodger Stadium hosting it for this year. They'll keep 2022. But I think the other option would then be showcase your great that we say all the time here, showcase the greatest player of this generation and move it not to Dodger Stadium, but Angels. I mean, you have another California team, maybe do that. It's an ALNL type deal. So it wouldn't it wouldn't cloud those up. Um I know so they would be going from an NL team to an AL team, and then they would have an NL team next year host it. But at this point, I think everything's up in the air. And I, to me, those are the Brewers. Number one would be the most logical, just to to kind of bring it back to baseball and hit and baseball's history. Yeah, I mean, although it's, I mean, Hank Aaron did his damage. He had most of his success in Atlanta, not in, Atlanta. in Milwaukee. Oh, well, yes. But Luke, that's, Luke not, Brock had all of his success in St. Louis. But that was a that was a. Clearly, this was going to be set up in Atlanta had it stayed in Atlanta with right. Hank Aaron's passing. No question so about of, it. Kind of pivot to his other team of success, and no, and, and I bring up the Lou Brock's and Bob Gibson's, and just you know, for the you know, for the, the elephant in the room. I mean, this that they're moving out for for certain you know political reasons that I'm not necessarily at liberty to just say. Right. But maybe you kind of just. I mean, these are legends of the game that deserve to be honored in some way. So I think they have to figure out a way to get that. I mean, Hey, I wouldn't be, I named two Cardinals there, right? No, no disrespect to Hank Aaron at all, but no, we lost Lou Brock and, and Bob Gibson, two legends of the game. Move it to St. Louis. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think either Milwaukee or St. Louis would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis, in my opinion, actually kind of creates a better optic because you have Bud Selig who has all the ties to Milwaukee, former, sure. You know, former uh, owner of the Brewers and whatnot. And, you know, you it could be kind of viewed that way that, oh, you know, let's let's bring Bud Selig back into the spotlight. And would he overshadow Hank well, Aaron? I would think the answer to that is no, but you could 
see where that argument would be made. Well, and you and current owner of the Marlins and former Yankee legend, the great Derek Jeter. Yeah. Thank you. Also came out and kind of in a, in support of baseball's decision, but also kind of threw his, their name in the hat as possible, uh, a possible destination down there in Florida where everything's just kind of okay. Hunky dory, I guess. Yeah. I thought about that too. Another place I thought about as well, uh, would be would be Texas with Globe Life Park, that new park. But then again, I remembered, oh, that's right. They had the World Series there in the pandemic bubble, if you will. Yep. Another option could be San Diego. Hmm. Um, yeah, another California. You're right. Just keep it in California for that for that matter. So, yeah, I think I honestly, honestly, I think the five how about stadiums we, we just named or teams. That's probably the most likely. I think if they're the ones that came to our minds first. Not to say that we're experts mm-hmm. or anything. We just gab about baseball blindly. But, you know, I, I think those are probably the top five destinations. I, I mean, I don't see it coming to New York. I don't see it coming to, I mean, I, at this point, I don't see it coming to Philly. I don't see it coming to Boston. I think you kind of either got to go directly south, directly west, or kind of keep it in the Midwest area, like similarly to, I know Georgia's not Midwest, but. Right, but you. You know what I'm saying. Although the, the other thing to consider, too, is you do have to have it in a space. Where it's where it's going to be larger than Atlanta because it's easier to scale it versus yeah. shrinking it. Yeah, you know, so there is True. that factor too. Yeah, and that's a brand new stadium they got there in Atlanta as well. So that obviously yeah. comes into play when they make these decisions. I mean, it would have been uh, great. It would have been not good. It would have been flat out great if yeah. the All Star Game were to happen in Atlanta, uh, because that that city hasn't really had a big event since the Olympics in 96. <laughs> Which also had a little bit of... Uh, that had its own controversies around that. Yeah. yeah. The I bombing mean, and all bombing, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta has had a rough go about it in the in sports, in their entire sports uh, existence. So that would have been a nice win in a way, uh, especially with such a good Braves team that they've got, as we've outlined here. Well, it turns out they moved the game to Colorado, the MLB All-Star ballot voting is going on, and we'll see who makes it in and who does not as the All-Star game is sneaking up on us here in just a couple of weeks. And we move on to episode four. Our first guest, Brett Monroe, joined the show. Brett, like me, is a Yankee fan, and, well, we were having some Yankee talk, which led me to a very hot take, which, by the way... I still stand behind. If the Yankees don't make the ALCS, both Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone need to go. And wow. I mean that wholeheartedly wow. because you look at the moves that Brian Cashman has made, they're not matching up with the way the game is being played today. And Aaron Boone is just not resonating with these players. I'm writing that down right now. Please. Just wow, I don't know April if I can agree 18. with you about that. I think I think Why Cashman not? has made the same some damn thing to Girardi four years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, there is there is precedent. Um, I just don't. I think Cashman has made some good moves. Uh, I mean, the Urshela deal was good. The the Voight the Voight deal has 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 paid off. I mean, Voight okay, led the, led the league the in, in home runs last year. Okay, 
I, you know what? Look, the the Urshela deal, yeah, that was a diamond in the rough. The Voight deal, that's paid off well for both teams. Shout out Cardinals. But Brett, who else? LeMahieu, yes, okay, that was a damn good group on, and they needed to re-sign him. Absolutely, no question <laughs> about it. But who else? In the past five years, in the past five years, name me someone who has really taken this team and made them next level, aside from the people that we've already mentioned. Well, I thought that uh, they didn't re-sign him, but I thought the Didi Gregorius signing uh, yeah. was excellent. Okay. I mean, they don't. He's not. He's not on the team right now. But uh, to to come in and and you know effectively replace Jeter, I think he did a good job defensively, offensively, heart and soul kind of guy. He was good. They didn't resign him. He had injury concerns, age concerns. Torres, it, his natural position was supposed to be shortstop, so there was reasons there. Um, yeah. I mean, they had they have a ton of money, so they signed Garrett Cole. So I can't give him a ton of credit for that one. Uh, he just threw the he just threw the bag at him, but uh, okay, John Carl. Yeah, but it came down the to Stanton, the Stanton trade was not smart. It was <laughs> it was dumb, and and they traded John Carlos Stanton and did that over re-signing D.D. Gregorius. Who in their right mind does that as a general manager? Can well, I chime in real quick? Yeah. Uh, first of all, very happy that Stanton didn't said no to the Cardinals and uh, I just want to say too just to throw this in there for you guys and I think Brett just for both of you to blaze his point about if no ALCS Boone and, and especially Cashman need to go for everything good Cashman has done you have one World Series in 12 years yep. you've, been, you've been to one World Series in 12 years so I mean it's the Yankees it's the Yankees how, how long yeah. will somebody have I think he. I think Cashman still has more leash than Yankee fans really want to admit. I, That's fair. That's fair. That's I personally don't think. I. I think if they don't make the ALCS, I don't think it's a case of Boone and Cashman need to go. I think it's time to start thinking about how you blow up this team and rebuild it. Um, it's because it's at this point it would just be insanity to keep running out this team uh, each and every year, but. How they go about reconstructing it, I don't know, because they have a lot of money tied up in Stanton. No one's going to take on that contract. So even if someone traded for him, the Yankees would probably still have to eat a lot of that salary. You're going to be paying Cole a bunch of money. But other than that, you don't have a ton of guys making a lot of money on this team. I think you need to look at and explore ideas um, and how you how you approach building a team because a bunch of right-handed home run hitters just doesn't seem to be working. Okay, what's the definition of insanity? Yes, yeah, doing the over same and over thing. Again. That's and expecting a different is. result. Yeah, that's why Boone and Cashman need to go, in my opinion. Thank you, thank you, Blaze. That's kind of what I was getting at. That's why they need to go. And and I'm not disagreeing with you, Brett, at all. I'm just simply exclaiming the point by saying that these guys cannot continue to be the decision makers because they're making because if they're could if they are left to to make the decisions they're gonna do the same gosh darn thing yeah I'm, but the thing is if you yeah. let go of cashman he's probably gonna get he's probably gonna sign a deal with another team within 48 hours so i mean yeah i, I so i what i'm saying is i don't think 
Who cares? That I, I'm not saying I care about that. I'm saying I don't. I don't think he's a bad decision maker. I, I don't know if I don't know if having Boone and Cashman walk away actually fixes anything with, this the, might, with the Yankees. This might be a pipe dream, and I don't know if the Steinbrenners would even consider it. But man, would a GM position on the Yankees probably entice a certain former GM of the Red Sox and the Cubs? to maybe come back to being a GM. I don't know. Theo Epstein? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle Theo. I don't know if I could. (laughs) I don't know if the Steinbrenners would, but if they would, they have the bag. I don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. (laughs) Hal is not – Hal – I love this. This is awesome. Wait, which – wait, it's Hal, right? Yeah, yeah, Hal. Yeah. 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 I I couldn't remember which H brother was dead. I couldn't for a second. That's fair. That's fair. Hal is not his dad. True. Very true. We have to remember that as Yankee fans. Well, and uh, okay. So I know, and I've loved it. And I think the people have, will love it and have loved it as well. Um, well, I think we've got more now that I opened up that Pandora. I know. I know. I know. It's like, I, I'm fine with talking to you. I love listening to you guys talk about them, to be honest with you. Like two diehard what fans. Do you do? What do you want to do? Well, let me wait, 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 hold on. Let me, let me, I want, I just want to offer this because just to, to a little bit more conversation, like you said, please, how, how is not George would Cashman already have been gone if George was still alive? Yes, yes, Thank you. yes, 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 yes. Thank you. That's, that's the, that's the point I'm trying to get across is if that is a fact, you have to think that's in the back of house. I don't. Mind. I don't know if that's a fact. I don't Will know. You, yes, it, it. That is ridiculous. Okay. In, it, in, in Steinbrenner's lifetime, all they did was win. Well, not really. I okay, mean, not in the beginning. But. No, no. It took it twenty. It took twenty five years for them to yeah. really have success. But, took him getting suspended and kicked out of baseball. <laughs> well, I mean, there was all sorts of stuff. Oh, there. Yeah. But Brett, to your you're you're saying to PJ that it's not so much that you you're not sure if that's so much fact. Why do you think that? Yeah. Well, it's not like it's not like Cashman wasn't around when George was around. Right. Um, no, of course. I, no, I know that. So, and but they and, won. Look, I I get that. I get that. To Yankee fans. Winning the World Series is the only thing that matters, and maybe in George's eyes, probably in George's eyes, that's the only winning that matters either. But it's not like this team has been bad. They haven't even been sub five hundred. They haven't had like a they haven't had a non winning season since the early nineties. They've won two hundred and three games over you know between what was it twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. They, they both those years they won over hundred. Like they've done a lot of winning. They just haven't won the world series. So if if you, if you started piling up sub 500 seasons, yeah, Cashman would be gone, but that's not even the case. They're, they're in the hunt every single year. It's just, they haven't been able to win, you know, win the big one. So they are winning. They're just not winning world series. Yeah. But but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This though, there, we have to remember that, there are three teams in all professional sports who are on one standard and everyone else is on the other. Those three teams are the New York Yankees, the New England Patriots, and the Los Angeles Lakers. That is the reality. Mm-hmm. They, those three teams are on one standard that 
is higher than everyone else's. Well, I, I take a little bit of a, an exception to that, but I'll let you continue. What, what exception do you take? The Cardinals. The Cardinals, as a fan of the Cardinals, they're, they're, if you're talking about winning championships is the only standard, the Cardinals' way is, is, is win champ. If, if, if it's not a championship, it's bust. Yeah. Because there's a team, another team talking, who hasn't, hasn't, had a, hasn't had a losing record in over 100 years. I'm talking dynastically, though. Oh, wait. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to explain that because I still have exceptions. Like in terms of a dynasty, okay, Lakers. You know what? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I'll yes, even yes, put yes, the yes, Celtics. The I'm, Warriors. Well, I mean, to me, the, the Warriors, Warriors. are a dynasty. Uh, but no, okay, I know what you're saying. Uh, okay, I get. It. Yeah. The only three franchises that have ever had "quote unquote" dynasties. Well, I mean, I mean, yes. and I left. I left off the Celtics completely forgetting that That's the true. dynasty really was about 50 years ago. Yeah, no, no. Okay, I understand what you're saying now. It's not You're not talking about the culture of the team. You're just saying the teams that have had dynasties in sports. Well, I mean, and that leads to the culture, Brett, does it not? Well, I mean, it does. Yeah, the, and the, the culture and the for the Cardinals. And right, the Jordan the, Bulls. The Cardinals 04 to 06, I mean, that's three years, right? That's and long enough. What do you mean? What's long enough then? What is a dynasty? Three, four years? How many? How much? How many years do you need a dynasty? Yeah, a dynasty is at least five. Five straight championships, or five straight years being in the championship. Five straight years being in the championship. Well, then I wouldn't even call the. Is that Lakers a thing? A, the I wouldn't even call the Lakers a dynasty. The Yankees, I guess the only. I guess. I guess the only in the NBA you, that would that would mean to me that Yankees LeBron even James, make five LeBron James is the dynasty. Well, I mean, you know, maybe even the Spurs. Lakers had a lot of bad seasons, too. I mean, after, I mean, they did win with, you know, Kobe and Shaq, but then there was some down period. Then Kobe and Powell. Then they were bad again. Yankees had four and five years. Yes. Yeah. And then they lost in 03. Right. And and 01. Well, they lost in 01, too, but. Oh, 01. Oh, God. I mean, we can't. I mean, that was the only bad throw Mariano Rivera made in his life. Uh,. I mean, let's be real. That that throw. Yeah, I guess you're right. I still take exception because my Cardinals are. Well, and and I'm not saying that you shouldn't take exception to that. I, I should maybe tr- truthfully the better example to use in the NBA is the San Antonio Spurs. Um, yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. Really, yep. when you really brass tax it out. Yeah. I'm just all I'm saying is that because of all the winning the Yankees have done in their franchise and. When you look at the last quarter century, there's okay. been a lot of winning. So okay. because of that, and the Patriots are held to this regard too in the NFL, there is a certain standard that they have set for themselves. And I think that, and look, I'm normally not one of those Yankee fans that, that says, fire the manager, fire the general manager. I, the, the Joe Torre firing made me cry because of how callously it was done. And the Joe Girardi one made no gosh darn sense to me. And I don't think this team has recovered since. And the only reason why Joe Girardi was fired is because this franchise has viewed Gary Sanchez as this pretty boy. When his results as a defensive catcher have been ugly, as well-perceived as his image has been. I, well, it's hard to say that the Yankees didn't recover when, after Girardi left, they won a hundred games in back-to-back seasons. They had the team to do that, though. 
Yeah, but so so how so how much credit can you give Girardi if they won a hundred games without him? Uh, look, I, I mean, so I my question is just how much worse can Boone really be? Like, I that's that's why I take a little bit exception. Like, I it, are, are Boone and Cashman the problem? I I don't know. I, I guess the roster that Cashman has put together is a problem. Yes, but I also think that he could blow it up and build it again. Like, I don't think you need to bring in someone else to rebuild the ro- like I think Cashman is capable of rebuilding the roster is See, what here- I'm saying I, th- I would trust Cashman to blow it up and rebuild it without replacing him in the front office okay you have more faith in Cashman than I do I'm saying that if Cashman goes Boone has to go too because if you leave if you leave the the if you get rid of the general manager that clock by proxy starts ticking on the manager because the GM is going to invariably look for reasons to bring in their own person. Bring in his own guy, yep. yep. Yeah. We see that across all sports. Right, yeah. right. So, not going not gonna to argue with you on that one. Right. Over the past 10 years, Brian Cashman has, done, has made enough decisions to at least warrant questions about his job security. While there have been a few good ones, the bad ones have been piling up. I mean, the bad ones, I mean, not re-signing D.D. Gregorius, the Jacoby Ellsbury contract. Let's not forget about that albatross. The Giancarlo Stanton deal is right near that albatross. Uh, I mean, yeah, I get it. The, The Stanton one is more money, but Stanton was actually, you know, playing. And, and 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 look at, uh, I mean, we let Starling Castro go to the Marlins. Yeah, but Castro wouldn't be on this team anymore, any regardless if they had traded him for Giancarlo or not. Castro wouldn't be on this team. Well, be that as it may, because I I think you still would have wanted the composition was the way better player. No question about it that that DJ LeMay, who's a better player than Starling Castro, but all I'm saying is we traded away pieces that would have made us more flexible to get better quality assets at the expense of a $325 million player who can't play the outfield, strikes out a gazillion times. I mean, look, John, or Giancarlo Stanton epitomizes the swinging blindly show right does he not does well, he doesn't not? he also doesn't he also lead the yankees in rbis this year big deal 15 rbis or 15 games yeah but still a leader in a important category <laughs> yeah 15 bro i mean it's not a great it's not a great number it's just <laughs> this but it, you know I, I love talking Yankee baseball with you, Brett, over the past 45 minutes. Yes. But, man, that is straw grasping, my friend. That is straw. Yeah, maybe. I've got to call you out on that. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, the, I'm, I'm not saying the Stanton trade was good, but, I mean, you basically traded a, a, bucket, of, a bucket of balls to get him. I mean, the, the contract is the worst part of the deal, obviously. What's he been? But What's he been? He, 
His, just I'll look it up. His first his first year he his first year he played 150 won, games. But they haven't won, Brett. That's the thing. As, as, uh, okay, this he is. I guess I'm just the I I guess I guess the, the difference optimist. is I'm a I'm a Yankee fan that is not a boom or bust championship Yankee fan. I'm not either, but I am at that point. Not to, not to mention that they possibly got robbed in 2017 by the cheating Astros. Well, there's no question about it that they got robbed by the disgrace by by the uh, by the Houston minivan Astros. They still would have had to win the World Series, though. Just want that to be. I'm not saying that they would have won it. I'm just saying at least you would have had an appearance. Well, I'm. I mean, and and then uh, and then Altuve with with the buzzer and 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 Chapman. I mean, you know that that whole deal. It, it just. I'm. It, all I'm saying is is this that I can't have these people making these decisions for my team much longer without the results being the same. I guess only time will tell because the Yankees have been such a streaky team. Let's move on to episode five. PJ and I, we were talking about how things used to be in Major League Baseball, which was spurred on by this 1991 clip from Oakland A's radio involving Ricky Henderson as the question was, was he going to break? A certain stolen base record. The A's having come from behind a three, a one nothing deficit. Ricky goes, a pitch ticket. He's going to have it. He does. Ricky Henderson, no contest, steals third base, jerks the bag from its moorings, and holds it aloft, representing number 939. That was the late Bill King on the call A's radio from May 1st of 1991 as Ricky Henderson broke Lou Brock's record. I mean, 939 stolen bases. I mean, and he wasn't done yet. And it's just, and I wanted to play the clip, uh, PJ. Feel free to, to come back on and and uh, whatnot here. Uh, it's It's really just absolutely incredible because that's a part of the game that we don't see hardly at all anymore yeah wait can you hear me i've got you loud and clear yeah okay cool um dude yeah you're talking about stolen bases yeah i mean especially what what's what how often do we see a stolen base of of third that doesn't happen anymore yeah they don't steal third base anymore (laughs) and that's where he and that's what he did and it was uh iconic that's an iconic and that was actually really cool hearing the call of it because like I've seen the image so many times of him with the bat, he when he holds the the base above his head like that, it, just to hear that call though, and like you could feel like you could feel the importance. And as you said, it's 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 a it's a part of the game that we just don't see anymore. It stinks. It really does. Yeah, and another reason why I wanted to play that clip is to really kind of say and and have the action speak louder than the words that I would say. Mm-hmm. Which is when baseball is when 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 the A's are well, baseball is better. Yes, yes, one hundred percent, please, dude. I remember, and I'm sure you do too, because we're same age and you know the same. We're cut from the same cloth, baseball. Yeah, we really are. Yeah, um, the 01, you know, the two, the early two thousands A's. 
The Hudson, Mulder, Zito, the big three. Oh, man. And, and people, they talk about the pitching of that team, but then you had Chavez, you had Hatterberg. You had, yeah. You, had, you it, had Jose Guillen. Oh, wow. That's a pull. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the A's, when they're good, like they just always seem to be one of the funner teams to, to like pay attention to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you had Mark Kotze, you had Mark Ellis. Oh, Kotze, what a what a pull too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. man. And, I mean, and uh, you know, Moneyball with the, the Hatterbergs and and all that. Uh, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood. Uh, you know, kind of right. embellished a little bit, but still, that I mean, one of my favorite movies is Moneyball. Yeah, um, and and how they had that twenty game win streak yes. in two thousand. That's something I said. But okay, but or was we it have, 2002? We're, we're done. We're, we're done with the division. So let me let me throw this to you before we kind of get into sure. a couple other things. I don't know if we're ever gonna see. I don't think I. I thought I for some reason I had. I think I had a dream that I talked to you about this. So if we didn't, now we're getting to do it. So my dream's coming true. That I don't know if we're ever gonna see an an MLB team win twenty games in a row ever again. I really don't think. That'll ever happen. It's it's tough. I I agree with you just because of all the access to information that is yes. out there now yes. that didn't exist. Hell, even ten years ago. Yes, that well, it's just not a thing that I I just it's it's impossible when it happened. I remember, I don't know if you remember when the uh, like oh seven Rockies they went on their like crazy tear. I think they won like 20 in like 23 days or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and they they made the World Series. It's Matt Holiday, all them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They carried it all the way through to the, you know, to the postseason, swept all their series, and then got swept by the Red Sox. Sox. All that time off, that time off absolutely took them out of their rhythm. (laughs) They were, they they had no shot after the end of game one. They had no shot. I know. I know. Of, 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 Coming back That's in that dunk. series, it, it was terrible. It, it, I hate the Red Sox. Yeah, they're me, my second. Me too. Team. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, know. they're they're, they're my they're my least favorite team without a question. I, and I do, root for Matt Barnes. Sure, uh, rightly so. <laughs> and and just to kind of tie back in the A's into the conversation, remember Keith Folk was their closer in 03. Yeah, the um, you're talking about the Red Sox. No, no, Keith Folk was the closer for the A's in 03. Oh, oh, and then yeah, after yeah, that yeah, season, yeah. 04, he went to the Red Sox. Yes, thank you. Okay. Oh, wow. He was on the A's. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. That, that name was so familiar because he beat my Cardinals, but whatever. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that, please. Whatever. Well, and, and then, like, that, <laughs> that, that, that 03 stands out to me so prominently. Because I'm sitting there with, with with my grandparents, uh, you know, the, um, it, which both of them have uh, they've since passed. But the um, R.I.P. E- absolutely, and uh, I had, I had the radio on. They had the TV. I'm like, we we had this whole thing because because we 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 enjoyed baseball, and they had this clock radio type thing, and I had that on. They had the TV muted. We're listening to the, you know, we're watching the Red Sox A's game. We're thinking, all right, because Oakland took the first two games at home. We're thinking, all right, great, because we absolutely despise Boston. My my <laughs> late grandmother, huge Yankee fan, like I am, 
and uh, or I should say, I'm a I was I'm a huge Yankee fan like she was because <laughs> she yeah, was a Yankee yeah, fan. Long you got it from her. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I got it from her, but well, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I, she was a I Yankee fan first by plenty, and you know, yes. we don't need instant replay for that review. <laughs> but I and uh, and just seeing how. Um, the Red Sox were just looked absolutely lifeless, and then they went back and they won the two games at Fenway, and then Derek Lowe with the oh, with the bad uh, he had some sort of injury. I'm drawing a complete blank on it. it was and, and uh, you know it ultimately you know Ken Maka decided not to go with a four man rotation, and that move. Because Oakland ended up losing that game five in Oakland, that ruined his baseball career as a manager. Yeah. He he was done. And that was that still the Zito Mulder. That was the big Hudson. three. Yeah, and that then, was their. And they had you know who they also had Rich Harden. Yeah, but Harden wasn't Dan so Heron. Right, right, right. Yeah. But those guys, those guys, it was just Hudson Mulder Zito. Yeah, Ken Maka had so much confidence in those three guys alone. If he had gone they, to four. You never know. Right. Right. I mean, because because both Harden and Heron at that point, both perfectly capable of, of getting people out. Can I can I, I I mean, there's a couple of moments in Cardinal history that I think we'll touch on one before sure. we end this episode. But um, I'm curious because you talked oh three. What I mean, that's Marlins Yankees World Series, uh, whatnot. What what was your. Like, what was your experience what, uh, with the with the Boone home run? Oh, I know where I was. God, growing up with uh, Yankee, in a Yankee family, I I know exactly where I was. Yeah, when Boone hit that walk off. What? Yes. You, what, can you just speak on that? Like, what your experience? Oh, was vividly, that? absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. vividly. Awesome. That's so awesome. I want to hear this. I want to hear. I this. yeah. So I'm I'm sitting upstairs in my room at my, at my mom's house, and I'm I'm listening to the game and whatnot, and. You know, the whole thing back and forth, and I had to be quiet. Like, I couldn't wake anyone up, uh, but my, my sister. <laughs> similar experiences. Right, like and my Still, sister, yeah. who cared nothing about baseball, uh, could tell how excited and jacked up I was because, of course, I mean, this is game seven of 03, and it went into extra innings. Yeah. Uh, you know, back when, you know, you actually had to earn your runs in extra innings. God, that rule needs to go. Another conversation for another day. Uh, well, no, we just had it. And <laughs> it's just, and then Aaron Boone hits that home run. Tim and, Wakefield. Yep, they threw yeah. Tim Wakefield in. He throws that juicy knuckleball. Yep. Oh, it, yep. It, I mean, it was. It was. It was. And, and that was such, what a series. Like, people forget how actually epic of a series that was they forget about it because of the next year but yes well no they forget about it because of that one moment true but the, and you, the next you remember remember the whole thing with don zimmer and and pedro pedro like throwing oh yes don they, the yes yes i mean i uh, i mean i'll never i mean oh four i'll, I'll oh. obviously never forget as you were tied at the hip with oh four i mean uh. both of our Dreams were shattered. All four is why we're doing this show right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to do. You know how close we were to a Cardinals Yankees World Series in 04? 
So close. Oh. oh wait. Oh wait. You do know because you were a game away. For oh, four games. But that's besides Stop. the point. Stop. I'm about um, to end the zooming. I know. I'm sorry. That was really this. mean of me. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I know. Man, that was really mean. That's but that's, that you know. Oh, I, I, I get I it. I get it. Your this. team is in the lead. Your your team has the best <laughs> record in the National Freaking League. So you, so know, you, so you have team privilege right now, and you're flaunting it. <laughs> I understand. I can't fault you too much for it. <laughs> no, I didn't do it on purpose. But I, I, I have to tell you this, please. And I was going to say this. All, I was going to save it for when we're off air. But yeah, this has been like, holy, this has been so good so far. Just not to toot our own horns, but like. This has been great. Indeed, Ricky broke that record. This has been great. And one of the many reasons why I love doing shows with PJs because, well, we can go off on these little tangents and that sort of thing. On to episode six, we introduced a new segment where for our Homer Minutes, myself at the Yankees and PJ with the Cardinals, we play an audio clip and, well, talk about it. But before we did, Brett Monroe joined us again. Always good to have him on. He asked PJ about this. It's the loss of Flaherty, right? <laughs> uh, well, no, he, I don't know. He he went out. He hasn't been gone. I think he's only missed one start so far. It, it's it's the walks, man. It's, um, mm. it, they they lead the league in walks and hit, and hit batsmen, especially the bullpen, which was so good in the early goings of the season. And now it's just, uh, it's just hard to, it's getting very, very yeah, difficult. Well, I mean, here, here's what, uh, here's some Mike Schultz had to say. This is from the other day after a five to two loss. Was it a tough pill to swallow? I don't think there's any question. Um, you know, we try to navigate the balance of, of rest and competition and communicating with the guys and we've got a healthy communication system. And, um, but nonetheless, you know, you're talking about, it's just fact, not an excuse. You're talking about, you know, a lot of baseball um, and a lot of interesting time zones and hours and game times. And But, uh, you know, winners find solutions, and that's what we'll we'll uh, continue to do. And I thought my manager was clueless. Oh, man. The only thing I liked the, was there was the end with the winners find solutions. But, yeah, he's just uh, he's just going around in circles there. I don't know. I don't I, – I, 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 I'm a big Schilt guy. I think he's a good, I think he's a player's coach. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not after his head right now. He's, it's just, he, he, we, when you, when you give enough free passes away, like they're doing, it's just, it's just like the double plays when you're giving, when you're giving up two outs, you know, 55 times, you know, that's how many outs, a hundred plus outs, 110 plus outs, or no, it's exactly 110, 110 outs. You know, if you're giving, uh, I believe the Cardinals have walked just under 200 guys so far. It's June. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Oprah gave out cars. Cardinal pitchers are giving out walks like she did cars. It's it's really, it's you, really it's exactly incredible. It. I actually I actually read a tweet there the other day. Somebody used that exact line. You get a walk. You get a, It's just, it's ridiculous. It's very, very frustrating uh, right now. I I don't I'm not always not lost. I, I've I've definitely been a little pretty dramatic over the last couple of days about it. Five losing five in a row, especially uh, just get getting swept by the Reds here four game series. Haven't the Cardinals haven't been swept at home in a four game series since '08. Um, so it's uh, it's it's tough. So well, Brett I, and I we, I, we I know how that feels. 
Yeah, no, I, I think we're both, all three, all three of us are kind of in the same boat right now. And uh, I think, uh, see, I don't even know what the solution would be. He says winners find solutions. I don't, because it's the offense just hasn't been producing, which I think they're a good enough offense that will turn around. Yeah, the loss of Flaherty is really rough, Brett. And I think it's going to be a lot longer than they're even letting on right now. Whereas I think they have to make a move and they've already said that they're looking elsewhere outside of the um, organization for help, which I hope means that they're doing their due diligence on Schur's dog. I just, there's, I don't know. I have no solution. So now, how much, would a, right now. how much would they benefit from a trade for a player like uh a Chapman? No, no, they don't need a Chapman. I mean, Reyes, Alex Reyes has been one of the more dominant closing but imagine if you can baseball. move him to the eighth inning. No, I will. First of all, I personally wouldn't want our Earl's Chapman. So I don't, I would not want. I'm only talking. I'm yeah. I'm only talking about his play on the field, but no, no, I, I, I don't know. No, because I wouldn't want him to take Reyes' spot. I think Reyes, yeah. I, like, I like Reyes being the closer. He's been dominant and he has the stuff for, to do that. You know, um, now I am. I, the bullpen is good. like it's talented. It's just they're walking so many guys. Like, I don't know. It's a very talented electric. There's a lot of quick, fast arms. Jordan Hicks going down certainly also gets into that. The left side of the left-handed side of the bullpen hasn't. You know, Andrew Miller was gone for a little bit. He's just back, so maybe that kind of corrects itself. But where's he at his, at this stage in his career, though? good for the last couple of years uh, i'm still with i'm still here on board for andrew miller he's you know getting hurt a little bit more getting up there but uh i'm here for 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 miller on on the you know so far and then they don't really have any other options so i guess a lefty yeah obviously chapman is a lefty but it just an, I don't it was just an example of yeah, a, no. of, a, of a bullpen because it, it it sounds like sounds like to me not I don't get to watch a ton of Cardinals baseball. It sounds like the bullpen is comprised of a lot of throwers, not a lot of pitchers. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I, I mean, that's, know. that's kind of how, that's kind of how major league baseball bullpens are built now is a bunch of guys throwing 97. It's certainly not back. It's certainly not our eighth and ninth inning guys. It's a lot of the middle guys that just are the, don't have the command. Yeah, they are, exactly. That just don't have the command right now. And, 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 when we had talked last, not even just when we had last said you on Brett, last time Blaze that me and you did this, we the Cardinals bullpen was was statistically one of the best in baseball. So fast forward to now and it's just falling apart, or completely falling apart. And I mean, granted, I thought today when I woke up, I was like, they've lost eight games in a row. They stink, and then it was only four, and then they lost today, so five in a row, six of the last seven, which is a little bit worse, but. You know, sometimes you dramatize it, and well, you, know, you could lose nine of your last season, twelve. That quote, that uh, that clip, though, definitely had me rolling my eyes. I will say, uh, that's where the loss of Flaherty comes in, though. That one guy that can, yeah, sort of come in, put his foot yeah. down on a losing yeah. streak. That's where Scherzer would be perfect. That's just not. I mean, without really. without Garrett Cole, yeah. the Yankees would be in a way worse position right now. Actually, yeah, with mo- with most of their starting pitching. I guess misery loves company. Both of our teams were struggling, or all three of our teams are struggling. Well, we'll see what happens with our New York Yankees and St. Louis Cardinals. This clip from episode five, to me, certainly epitomizes the relationship PJ and I have. We were talking about no hitters, 
and a certain team made history. You had, uh, what was his name for the Padres? Musgrove. Musgrove, yeah, Joe Musgrove. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the first one in Padres history. You, you know, He'll that, never pay not, for a beer in San Diego ever again. Nor should he, and they have no. really good beer out there. Yeah, uh, there's some, a thing too. Oh, man. Some of the best IPAs. I kind of want to find it. There was a, some like place named a something after him. Oh, man. I'm not yeah, going to be able to find uh, the, it now. The Musgrove but, Mule. Yeah. Was that it? I don't know. but Oh, but if that was, I mean, that was amazing on your part. I mean, but if it's not, <laughs> it's still amazing on my part that it just popped right in. It was my something head. like It was something like that. He. As you said, should never pay for a drink. He should have mo- mo- the amount of babies that are going to pop out in like eight months named <laughs> Joe is incredible. We'll have to we'll have to track that for the people. Or have Musgrove uh, as a middle name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people getting creative out there. Speaking of being creative, albeit in a very different sense, pitchers are going to start to need to exercise their creative muscles, if you will, as the spider tax substance is going away. They will be checked starters twice and relievers once. And if it's found that there is some sticky stuff on the ball, they'll be ejected and suspended for 10 games. Well, that does it. This hour has flown by, as it always does here, on the best of Swinging Blindly. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly podcast on Twitter at Swinging Blindly. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast and keep telling your community radio stations about us so that they can pick us up on the Pacifica network of low-power FM stations. For PJ Geary, I'm Blaze Bryant. We will be back in two weeks. And in, in between now and then, we're going to swing and miss. We really don't care. <laughs>